This episode is titled, Helping the Gnomes that Code, Designing to Improve the Capability to Synthesize and Exercise Attractive Development Options. Welcome to the Development Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Hart, a certified new product development professional and the founder of OpLaunch. This episode was inspired by the What is Phase 2 question from the Gnomes episode of South Park, which first aired in December of 1998. I'll answer the question, What is Phase 2? I'll describe four approaches that can be used to improve the capabilities to synthesize and to exercise development options to win. Some emphasize that product development begins with writing code and that effort somehow transforms into a win. The lingering question for this type of three-part development model is, what is phase two? Many managers track business metrics and project metrics during phase two. But what is valued by the gnomes that code? Gnomes associate winning with factors that include autonomy, mastery, and purpose. Dan Pink wrote about what motivates individuals in his book, Drive. Gnomes can develop autonomy, mastery, and purpose in an environment where there is a moderate amount of volatility, randomness, disorder, and stressors. Nassim Nicholas Taleb called this type of environment anti-fragile. Taleb wrote, quote, The option is an agent of anti-fragility. End quote. An appropriately designed network continuously synthesizes development options that provide the potential to take action that may result in a favorable gain. When an attractive gain may be realized, options are exercised. Development options are a response to the question, what should I be doing now to make progress in my quest to win in the future? Development options are synthesized and exercised continuously during a project within the development network to refine the focus and direction of efforts to generate a win. The capabilities of the network impact the attractiveness of the development options that are generated. To the extent that options are exercised and provide feedback, the confidence in their attractiveness tends to increase. Multiple options can be active simultaneously to provide multiple opportunities to win within the network's current capabilities and within the project's current constraints. Analysis is a precursor of synthesis. Analysis is a problem-solving approach that divides the whole into its constituent parts. Synthesis is a process of connection. A synthesis approach includes imagining how several capabilities may work together to produce the desired result. Validation may follow from a combination of decision, action, interaction, and more observations. John Boyd represented these items in his OODA loop sketch in his final briefing titled The Essence of Winning and Losing in 1995. The upper illustration is an expansion of Boyd's notation that represents the interaction of individuals and their efforts during a project. The lower illustration is an alternative representation that highlights synthesizing options and exercising options throughout a development project. I'll be using this notation in other graphics during this presentation.
Optionality can be improved by design. Concepts that can help gnomes that code improve their capability to synthesize and exercise attractive development options include requisite variety, pair development, disintermediation, and recursion. A network that has requisite variety has the potential to recognize all problems and to activate appropriate responses. Requisite variety requires a diversity of capabilities in a dynamic network. The law of requisite variety was formulated by W. Ross Ashby. Requisite variety is associated with mobilizing a network of contributors with diverse specialties and multiple perspectives. To be successful, individuals may require additional training, access to individuals with unique expertise, and new ways to cooperate. Pair development facilitates the synthesis of options to evolve a self-correcting focus and direction informed by the analysis of multiple perspectives. Pair development is implemented by facilitating the interaction of individuals of different disciplines. I created this cartoon to show the transformation of orientation. In the third frame, the orientations of two specialists transform to represent reality more accurately. Disintermediation efforts may involve removing layers of management or removing other barriers. Disintermediation efforts may have objectives such as improving agility, rapid recognition of problems, rapid implementation of solutions, and faster cycle times. One way to facilitate disintermediation in new product development environments involves the design of the network to facilitate communication, cooperation, collaboration, and harmony. Individual contributors can facilitate disintermediation by experiencing full fidelity interactions of customers with prototypes. Recursion is a solution or technique in which large problems are solved by reducing them to smaller problems of the same form. The network's perception of large problems shape the focus and direction of a project. A project's large problems include the customer's experience with the product. A recursion approach provides multiple channels of feedback to evaluate multiple opportunities to win. A recursion approach works best in a development environment with requisite variety that observes the interactions of multiple potential customers with evolving functional holistic prototypes. The interactions provide multiple opportunities to detect mismatches and develop corrections. A recursion approach is used to validate the attractiveness of development options. When practicing recursion approaches, individuals that tend to identify themselves as independent specialists shift to identifying themselves as contributors to development options. Their perspectives change. Gnomes know how to write code. To transition from writing code to winning, gnomes benefit from concepts such as requisite variety, pair development, disintermediation, and recursion. These concepts contribute to improving the capability to synthesize and exercise development options rapidly in an anti-fragile development environment. Gnomes that code may express their wins to their peers through recurring actions such as pushing files to their Git repo or answering questions on Stack Overflow. 
When the gnomes that code win, their success propagates. Managers achieve their desired business objectives and project objectives. Managers may express their wins through actions such as presenting at an innovation conference. Customers may express their wins by actions such as posting product reviews that described how the products enabled them to be successful. This enables gnomes that code to become winners that code. Gnomes that code value factors such as autonomy, mastery, and purpose. They hope to develop these factors during a project and, to a greater extent, they strive to develop these factors during their careers. If you'd like to learn more about helping gnomes that code or explore other new product development resources, I invite you to visit the Oplaunch website at www.oplaunch.com. Thanks for supporting this episode of Development Experience in New Product Development, recorded November 21st, 2014.